the footsteps of Jesus from down under. Welcome to the program. This is Nick Kurita, your host today. And I'm very happy to have with me Lolita coming to share with us some of her work with Jesus. Lolita, I know you for a number of years and I know that you have a heart to serve God, to tell other people about the good news. I know that this program will be even too short to be able to share uh, uh, what you have been through in the last period of time because you just came back from a mission trip in the uh, Philippines. But just before we'll uh, get to, to that, I would like you to introduce yourself and tell us about a bit of your background. Okay, thank you, Nick, for inviting me here in the Footsteps of Jesus. This program has been, I can see, has been helping a lot of people and what a wonderful opportunity and perhaps you have been using to reach others. Well, my name's Lolita Bienowitz Chan. I am a Filipina Chinese and I was born in the Philippines and I'm married to a German. So I've worked as a literature evangelist part-time the last um, 10 years and a part-time registered nurse. And I recently graduated uh, last year, 2015, as a lay pastoral assistant. And we're actually in the same class <laughs> at the Australian Union Conference. And one of my hobbies is uh, learning simple, healthy options to maintain health and well-being. And as you said, the passion to reach those who are unreachable. Mm. And because you mentioned um, when we had the study last year, we finished uh, the two years period. Say thank you when you were able to even help me sometime uh, down there in Melbourne with uh, some uh, Simons and all other people who were there. They were very uh, grateful to me. But coming back, uh, Lolita, to your passion. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, each one of us, we have to make a living. But the most important thing is to realize the the time we live in mm -hmm. and to be able to share with the people out there the good news that mm -hmm. God is coming back to finish this um, struggle if you like on mm -hmm. this earth because wherever we look uh, there are so many bad things happening mm -hmm. I would like you to share with us how God uh, worked in your life in the last period of time while you've been away in Philippines for a mission trip. Would you like to just introduce us how that happened, mm -hmm. uh, how that uh, concept come alive in mm -hmm. your mind and so on? Yeah. Uh, if we have time later on, you'll share um, what really happened in Philippines. If mm -hmm. not, you may need to come back for another yes. program. Okay, let's see what we can do. Now, it all started when, as you know, when we studied for the lay pastoral assistant course that one of the requirements is to be able to hold an evangelistic series. Now, I was given an opportunity to go to the Philippines to visit my family and at the time it was a sad death of my brother that actually was the reason why I was in the Philippines and I, f I was felt impressed to, to visit the local church. Now I haven't I didn't grow up as an Adventist and so I 
I knew where the church was, and I approached the the local pastor, who happened to be out of the out of the church at the time. But God made it happen that um, I ended up talking to the president of the Southern Mindanao Mission, who is very much involved with the program called Adopt a Minister. And so I asked some questions, and he says, yeah, if you can bring along with you some funds, we could ask and pay the Adopt a Ministers who are not working because they are theology graduates but didn't find any job. And so if I could, if someone from overseas can bring the funding and the the groundwork will be done by the adapter minister. Mm. So I prayed about it. I got back to Australia and I didn't have the money, but God gave me the money. God gave me the money and so I sent it to the Philippines and they did the groundwork. Would you mind if I will ask you how God <laughs> gave you the money? Because, uh, you know, well, when people are listening, you know, they may wonder, you know, well, how God can give you some well, money. Um, God has his own ways. And um, there were actually in the last in the last um, two, this is the third time this year was the third time that I've been. And uh, people come to me and say, look, Lolita, we have got money and I know that you would need it. Mm. Can, can, you, can you do something about it? And that's how. And uh, I, my prayer to the Lord was, Lord, if you would like this to happen, this is your will. You have to make sure that there will be money and I will have my fare. Mm. So and time and time again, that has happened. And so, um, working and liaising with them, there's almost 500 souls that have been um, baptized in the, la the last three years. And um, I, I would just like to, to really thank God for that because I know that it was His will that these things, this project will go on. And I'm thankful for the support of friends and family, especially my husband, mm. my husband who has helped me so much and um, managing on his own while I was away. And of late, he's been helping with the funding for the for the airfare. Actually, would like to say hello to Danny if he is <laughs> yes. listening to the program because I know he's listening quite uh, often. The reason I ask you about how God gave you the money, because people may think, you know, oh, what can I do? You know, what? I'm not talented in uh, one way or the other. Uh, but if you have your heart for God and a project it comes in your mind, you know, God will work miracles. Mm -hmm. And that's what I, uh, I would like to know that because, yes, once you... You share with other people about your um, your project, your dream. You know, uh, people are uh, coming together. You know, and uh, they helping, uh, uh, which and is great. We, uh, and we like to thank them, yes, yes. even through yes. through this program. And, and that's that's really great, Nick, because um, I I tend not to plan because I know then that when I plan things. I tend to put a lot of my own efforts and my own um, ideas into things. Whereas if I say, Lord, if you really want this 
project to go on. You will make it happen. And time and time again, God has done that, and I have to bring honor and glory to Him. The glory belongs to Him alone, because otherwise, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have succeeded in in going there. You know what with the the safety, mm. the the health issues, and also. Monetary, you mm. know, it needs a lot of financial backing to be able to send to the adapter ministers because they need at least three months of preparation, and that's and what we normally do when we get to to the Philippines. It's what we call a reaping campaign, mm. and so we do a series of our evangelistic series, and we're using it is written Oshania. Slides and uh, the handout secrets of prophecy, and the people there just really love it because it's simple, it's easy to understand. And when I have a t- team mem- members that are joining me, uh, I tend to be the the translator, so I translate it, and um, so it makes it uh, simpler and shorter version but eventually we get the message across that's great and uh, yeah because you mentioned um, about the reaping campaign uh, now i know that you this year and also last year you organize a team from here from australia to go yes. uh, in philippines you yes. may um, touch on those uh, yes how they um, experience uh, some of them probably was the first they were the first time yes, to go to yeah, a mission yeah, trip yeah, yes yeah uh, i know one of our colleagues you know which was terry uh, yes yeah went our with you this terry Kozak, yeah. yes yeah, yeah he, he went but yeah uh, how hard is to find people to commit themselves for uh, how long you were there two weeks Two, yeah three weeks last year and basically two weeks this year this year mm-hmm. how hard is to find people to commit themselves and also to support themselves financially. Is that right? Is yes, that right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, last year we, we were blessed by the South Australian Conference donated some money for the camera of a volunteer of the Hope Channel. Hope Channel is big in mm. Southern Mindanao Mission. And so, so the conference office donated some camera and the uh, Prescott Primary Northern donated some money for the local Seventh-day Adventist Primary School. And we've seen the results this year. And so, now, um, in relation to getting people to, to be committed, as I mentioned earlier on, my planning, my planning is not, is not, uh, as organized as it should be. But I've noticed that um, I open it up to people in in our in my my local church at mm-hmm. Paravista, and we were blessed last year that most of us from Paravista went. All right. However, for others, because of other circumstances, Josh Dawson was the only one that managed to join me again this year, and the other team members was, as I said, Terry and um, Andrew Mayava, Miki's son, mm-hmm. and Pastor Laulangi Limo. So it, 
God has just put this theme all together because and, and the story in itself, it, it's just amazing how God provided for their own fare, pro- provided for their own um, pocket money. And um, it, it's just amazing how, you know, I'm, I'm the rose among the thorns. Mm. So, but it's, it's, a, it's a God and a, a divine appointment in itself because I was working interstate for most of the months before I came back and then just gathered together and and then went. So God made it happen. So next year if there's anyone there who are who are interested, I think we may have one or two um, or even more if we can organize some other needs of the community that we can respond to. I already heard some young folks wanting to join and we may be able to, God willing, uh, start a program for the children during the uh, series, the nightly series. All right, that's great. I mean, just to let our listeners know that you will be able to give some details maybe Mm -hmm. some phone number or Mm -hmm. some details to contact you if they would like to be part of uh, the next team who who may go in philippines or somewhere else um yeah just prepare uh, yourself um, a pen and something to write down yeah and we are going to take a short break but please don't go anywhere because we'll be back and this is in the footsteps of jesus from down under with lolita
Welcome back. You are listening to In the Footsteps of Jesus. And Lolita is my guest today. She just uh, come back from a mission trip in Philippines. If you missed on the first part uh, of this program, Lolita is a very passionate uh, lady to serve God and to share the good news with others. As she mentioned uh, in the first part of the program, she's a part-time literature evangelist and also part-time nurse. And Lolita is sharing with us how God blessed her during this trip in Philippines. Lolita, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Nick. I just would like to also share that the evangelistic series, which is done nightly, is basically in conjunction with what we would like to do back in the Philippines. We um, we do what we call an outreach during the day, and this year we've managed to visit the aged care facility. There is a, a non-profit organization run by a, a, a private um facility which is just a walking distance from Southern Mindanao Mission and we visited the aged care facility which housed a lot of widows. As we know, James 1.27 says, The pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. The second time around that we visited the aged care facility, Josh and I was there. We were the only ones who were there last year. And the same familiar faces were there, opening their arms and welcoming us back. And we managed to get some sponsors for to buy their personal hygiene needs and also they always love this snack we call it kakanin in the philippines and you know they they were so happy to have that and and partake of that while we were there we did some singing there there was some um, items that you know this gentleman or some of the ladies there were actually being involved so it's seeing um, through a different um, sphere of life and lifestyle how these people, we, I tend to, to think that the Filipinos have got always an extended family lifestyle. Mm. But so I thought there will, there will not be a need of a sort of a aged care facility, but these people, some of them are indigents, and the indigents category that they use in the Philippines is either you come from a different tribe mm-hmm. or you are unable to support yourself because of you know the absence of family members so indigents widows and some there were actually a number of them who are um, what we call spinster they've never been married but mm. they haven't got family to look after All them right. so um that's one of the outreach that we did. And the second outreach that we did was uh, visiting the orphanages. And I grew up in a town called Tupi. That's one of the places that we visited last year. And we came and visited it this year as well. 
and we have an orphanage called Mercyville Orphanage. They were run by a different denomination, but I just wanted to respond to James one twenty seven, visiting orphans in need or visiting orphans orphans in trouble will actually be a reflection of our true religion and and pure in the eyes of God. So for for three years now we've managed to donate sacks of rice mm. and because rice is a staple food in the Philippines and we've given them books, we've given them money for their school supplies. And this year, they wanted some some help with um, their groceries. Mm. I can see that you're using um, the principle, uh, principles of Jesus, you know, like uh, sympathize with people, mm -hmm. socialize, yes. mingle with them, yes. and then uh, ask them follow, <laughs> yeah, follow, as me. Jesus, follow me as Jesus <laughs> yes. did. You know that's wonderful because that's exactly what we need to do. Because mm. uh, too often when we talk about uh, evangelistic programs, we thinking that we just need to go there and preach to them the the Bible or whatever. Mm. You know, mm. now actually it's a um, holistic approach. Yes, we we and with you with your background, you know, uh, in. Um, uh, being a nurse, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, you you are passionate of uh, living a healthy life mm -hmm. and so on. Mm -hmm. I think it's great that you put all those things together to reach out to the people in need. Only with God's help. Absolutely. Uh, Nick. And it's amazing how Kiamba, which is in the Sarangani province, this is also part of the Southern Mindanao Mission, the reason why we went there this year is that the pastor, the adopt a minister pastor who used to look after the Southern Mindanao Mission in another part was transferred there and so we followed him. And to our amazement, we just found out as we arrived there that since for 30 years, the last time a, an evangelistic series was held there, was held locally by a local speaker, was in 1986. And so we, you know, it was a history-making event that we were there, and you should have seen how these people, we were just like uh, famous, uh, famous stars there, popular, because they want photos of us. And we mm -hmm. were, and I said, why are these people doing this? He says, you know what? You are the first group of overseas evangelistic um, team that has visited that region. That, that, that region. That's, uh, so we, 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 we were given the opportunity to meet the, the mayor of the town and also the, the chief of police and um, you know, we were sent to um, to a, a, a sort of a piece of their island there that they call the paradise, and we had some some free time there enjoying the the beach, and um, it's amazing how you know they look because most of the people that I um, the team members um, were basically all. I think, apart from Josh and Terry, we were all uh, olive-skinned, and right. <laughs> and so you know we sort of just mingled in. And in initially, I was a bit conscious about the safety, 
because having grown in that place, I mean, nearby town, I knew that that place was of a, a critical area. When we say critical, there will be some people who are ambushing mm -hmm. and people wanting to kill others, mm -hmm. you know, even if you're just driving through. Yes. And so I, I prayed about, about it and we were reassured by the locals or especially the pastor who was uh, liaising with me that it's safe and uh, true it was it, it you know because of the the order of things with the mayor wanting to um, maintain safe um, peace and order it was it was really safe very good and of course you know god is uh, at work and Definitely. god uh, yes, is protecting us because um, Uh, if God is with us, who can be against yes, against us? Yes, you know, yeah. Lolita. Uh, for this uh, program, time it's against us, and we may need to come to a close. Uh, I would like you just um, before we finish, if you like to just um, share with our listeners mm -hmm. uh, a thought, uh, something which you like to stay with them. Mm -hmm. Now. As I said uh, a bit earlier, we have to come back to do another um, uh, program and I would like you to share with us exactly what happened there in in these uh, trips which you you had. I would just like to to ask a question. Have you ever asked yourself who is my neighbor? And if you, if you did, because I did, I asked myself, who is my neighbor? Now, your neighbor could be the one closest to you, your family members, and the one that you don't even know. Because in Luke 10, 29, when people were asking, who is my neighbor, Jesus responded in a way, and he said, He used the example of the Samaritan, Samaritan who helped the one who was in need. And in verse 37, Jesus says, if you really want to know who your neighbor is, just go and show mercy to those who are in need. Mm. And Jesus says, go and do likewise. Mm. Look. You don't have to go to the Philippines. You don't have to go overseas to know who your neighbor is. Perhaps it might just be someone close to you that will need your help. So think about what Jesus has done. As your program says it all, in the footsteps of Jesus. Wherever we go, if you have a Bible and you, you know how to read, Read the four chapters, the Gospels, sorry, the four books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And Jesus will actually give you his footpath to follow. Mm. And as I said, you could do it reaching out within, the, within your own surroundings and not necessarily go overseas. It's a blessing to be able to do this, to go overseas and um, help sow the seeds and reap and reach out the unreachable, but do it wherever you are. 
Thank you very much, uh, Lolita. May God bless you. And uh, until next time, when we'll uh, meet again, and I hope that that will be in the nearest future, God uh, be with you and the plans you you have for uh, to serve Him and the plans He has with you. And, uh, yeah, I hope that uh, uh, everything will go well with you and your family. Thank you, Nick. And um, I hope and wish and pray that your program will be able to reach others as well and uh, be blessed as uh, you reach out for your neighbors. Thank you for listening to us today. We'll leave you with a song. And until next time, don't forget, walk in the footsteps of Jesus.